Yeah, you're going to talk about nasally while you're on my podcast. I am nasally all the time. <laughs> I didn't even I think about even, that. <laughs> my, whole, <laughs> my whole thing is nasally. Nasally is my brand. So I'll let you have that and I'll work on I'm just going to talk down here. <laughs> In your lower register. Yeah, my lower register. All right, well, we'll see how it goes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unbothered by Ty Rivera. As always, coming you for, coming to you from high atop Ty Rivera Studios, a.k.a. Casa de Bijou. Today, our guest is the ever-so-thirsty. <laughs> Take a drink there. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that because you're drinking your green tea. They, they can't see you. They don't know, but I'll, I'll relay Some it. Some people would agree, probably. <laughs> you're so stupid. Courtney Banks, Ms. Courtney Banks from Hi. Hi, Courtney. Hot chicks aren't funny. Yes. Hello. I did your podcast. Yes, it was awesome. What was that like six months ago? Something like that? Maybe even longer. I don't know. Yeah. And now I'm finally getting to have you on mine. I'm so excited. I've been meaning to have you on, really. We've um, talked about it. Yeah. 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 yeah I but just. It's got to be right. You know, that's the way I feel about it. And I hate really trying to coordinate with people like I like more like tonight where yeah. it's just I hit you up and you were like, yeah, I'm free. And I was OK, well, come on. And that's what some people I feel like some people get offended if because they'll be like, oh, when are you going to have me on a podcast? And it's not that I don't necessarily wouldn't want them on my podcast, but it's like. I got to know something to talk good to talk to you about and like it's and something about you like not I don't want to just have you on just for the sake of it you know which a lot of people are like think of it more like an attention thing like oh I just want to do it and it's like well that's not a good reason to have a podcast guest I had I've had like maybe two people on that have asked me and they were like the worst interviews they just sat there and I was like pulling teeth and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm going to put people on when they're ready to be on. Yeah, I have nothing to talk to you about. You, though, I have plenty to talk about because <laughs> I was listening to your podcast um, while I was in the gym at uh, I was in Sarasota, Florida over, over the last week, which that was really great for anybody that doesn't know. I was at McCurdy's in Sarasota and that was a good time. But I was at the gym one day and all of a sudden... I was like, hey, I haven't heard Hot Chicks Aren't Funny in a long time. And then I was scrolling through your episodes and I was like, Jay Washington. And it was right after the election. Right after the election. Yep. So I listened to that episode and then I was like, OK, <laughs> shout out to Jay Washington. Uh, this chicken is amazing. Wasn't that his? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then his Old Navy commercial, too, man. Yeah, he's great. He's so everywhere great. right now. Um, so shout out to Jay. I listened to your episode with Courtney. And uh, are you feeling better about what's going on with? <laughs> <laughs> Am I feeling better? <laughs> no, no, I'm not feeling any better. <laughs> like maybe the anxiety or something has gone down. But um, it's like, it's weird because there are certain things that I think are so interesting. Like I try to talk to some people about the whole Melania not being the first lady thing Mm -hmm. and how that's, I was like, that's pretty interesting to talk about because who's just because her husband ran for president. Why does she have to then get a job that she didn't want in the first place? 
Yeah. And That's not very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suddenly now this means this is your job. Right. Yeah. And so uh, and Ivanka has kind of taken on that role. But people in the people's children, president's children in the past have acted as first lady. And sometimes it's like because of divorce. Sometimes it was because of death whatever but it's like it really makes that's one of those things where i'm like all right yes i don't like trump but there are some things more people are interested in politics right now Mm -hmm. and like actually paying attention and learning what things different things are so that's good but um i don't like when people can't at least be like yeah that is an interesting thing they're like no she needs to do that job and that's fucking it and it's like well why (laughs) yeah well that's one thing that's really frustrated me with people is that they're not open to any kind of like everything's just got to be this state of darkness Mm -hmm. and some of us just don't live that way right and i think that i well what i'm noticing is a lot of ethnic people are more willing to accept that because we've always been in a position where we've had to make do with whatever that's true other people decided (laughs) and now we're actually getting to have more of a say but there was a long time so for us it's not necessarily out of our comfort zone Mm -hmm. where for a lot of white people it is kind of scary because it's the first time that they're having to deal with that it's so weird because it just seems sometimes when people say certain things like they're just not getting what they want uh-huh and i'm like well yeah you're not gonna get everything you want but the sky's not gonna fall yeah and why <laughs> am i supposed to take what's important to you over what's important to me that's what a lot of people don't get you know it's like mm. yeah i understand that's very important to you right. but maybe this is more important to me and how does your me taking on your cause suddenly make me either a good person or choosing not to take on your cause more importantly suddenly make me either a good person or a bad person or a sane person versus an insane person Mm -hmm. like to me that's even more insulting is when people like come at me like i must be crazy right or you don't care about anybody at all yeah i suddenly i just hate everybody i hate women you must hate your mother (laughs) you must and it's like you hate yourself because you're gay oh yeah i I definitely hate myself if you ask anybody (laughs) that's what it is that's the only thing it can be (laughs) i was i think i was talking to dave gets off about this but it's just like um it's it's interesting because I was watching like the CNN k- clip of five women from Arizona and it's been since I think it was re- a very recent segment they did and they were interviewing these women and they were all pleased with what's been happening and I always try to watch something that's an opposing opinion of mine mm-hmm. just to educate myself and it's like none of these people none of these women seemed crazy I mean to me obviously I'm like well what about your reproductive rights what about these things but then you look at where they are in their lives they're women and they're you know mid to late 40s they probably don't really have to worry about too much of that stuff so there are other things that are important to them and they feel just as sane believing what they believe as I feel about what I believe yeah well that's that's a big thing like you know I know with the um abortion a lot of people Roe versus versus Wade a lot of people are worried about that um and it's like, yeah, I get it. And I'm definitely a pro-choice person. That doesn't change for me. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, because I voted for Trump and, you know, I don't even think he's pro-life to tell you the truth, even though. I don't think so either. 
but it, it is concerned if like, like pins and stuff i know is, yeah so i understand the team and i might need an abortion <laughs> later on and it's just like you know those are the issues on my mind you and me both girl <laughs> you and me both like just give me access to that and I've been touching my boobs a lot. I'm like, how do I know if I have breast cancer? And I'm like, should I go somewhere to get screened? And then I'm like, well, everything's going to be shut down. So you better do it now. And it's just like, I mean, maybe that's good because it's making like. If you're going to get cancer, you up. better get it now. Get it now and go check yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Like being a lazy asshole, which normally I would do. No. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of us. Uh, it's Every once in a while, something feels like it's going wrong for me. And I'm like, I'm just going to ignore that because I don't have time to deal with it right now. And I know that's not smart, but that's what I do. And it usually Sometimes goes you have away. To do that. <laughs> yeah, it usually goes away. So it'll fix itself. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to go to a doctor and have them fine. give me a diagnosis. How do you feel, though? Has there been anything that he's done yet that you've been like, OK, maybe that's a little too far? Well, yes. But at the same time, I feel like it was part of his plan. So I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily thrown by it. Like when it came to this uh, Muslim band, ban, um, I said band, like it's like <laughs> <laughs> the Muslim band, the band, and I was gonna say something racist. Never mind. Coming to an airport near you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Muslim. If they were band. in a band, it'd be easier for them to get in. Yeah, well, Musicians, they're not. You know. They're not gonna play the airport. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not a good gig. Yeah, they're not gonna play the airport. No. But I knew that the Muslim band was gonna make everybody see that's where i can't go with the media because the media says ridiculous things sometimes like they're like i'm sure the night that you know because i was in florida and i was running on a treadmill on the 27th when he did the ban you know mm -hmm. and they were talking about it and i heard somebody on cnn like you know i'm sure he didn't expect this reaction and it's like really you think he didn't or didn't expect this reaction yeah I that, think he knew that was going to happen. Of course they knew. Yeah, of course they knew. And they were like, he certainly didn't expect protesting. Oh, really? He had a march on his inauguration night. I was the day surprised after by his the protesting. Sorry. I was like, oh, people are just going to the airport? After the march thing, I was like, I'm tired. That's sorry. where I think, that's why I think he was so smart for when he did it. Because I knew that a lot of people would feel that way. Like, you know, I just did a march. <laughs> I'm right. not going to the airport now. I got kids to raise. I've got things to do. And that's where I really feel like the left is hurting itself. Because if you make a big deal out of everything, even when there's nothing, mm -hmm. eventually even your supporters will begin to tire of you. Because we all have so much going in our lives. It's like, you know, there people have to raise kids. People have careers. People have husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends. You know, God, people's lives sound so full. I know. I'm I keep it Mine very focused. Not like that at all. <laughs> well, that's because we have the same ailment. Yeah. <laughs> like we're both very egocentric and right. keep it focused where it needs to be. <laughs> so these other people that are constantly out worrying about other shit it's like mm. i guess if i had kids i would have different worries you know me but too like i don't yeah me so. too but that's almost between them between if i had kids and my parents you know if something went wrong with my parents i'd obviously be there right away mm -hmm. but even then my parents are so um all about me staying focused like i have the best parents in the world when it comes to being a comic you know because they're that's always awesome. like 
yeah, you got to stay there and make money. You got to work on your career. You got to, you know, so every once in a while they'll send for me because they want to see me, but that's rare. And, um, I think if something were to go wrong with them, I think they'd keep it from me until the last minute. So they they're didn't selfless. Have to, yeah, they truly are. But so if they were to call me and tell me something was wrong and I had to be home, then I'd definitely go yeah, home. It'd be but a big deal. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm not doing a lot of the stuff people do. My parents are supportive, except for my mom just keeps being like, you're not going to curse on stage, are you? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And I'm still not smoking cigarettes and I don't drink alcohol. Like <laughs> The bold face lies I have to tell. Did you ever figure out what was up with that chocolate she sent you? Oh, there was money in it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. Because remember, I thought maybe it was weed chocolate. Yeah. I was like, was it laced? Is it like weed chocolate? She's so... She like I don't know. She just started sending me money just like through her bank account. Uh-huh. Because I'm a spoiled brat and my parents help me pay for my rent right now. Whatever. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, However you get it done, do you it, get it they done. They can do it. Yeah. I'm and, with it. Uh, but she likes to send like little gifts like we're thinking about you and stuff and she'll hide money and different so she'll I have like so many wallets I'm never gonna use or like weird jewelry boxes like I don't really wear jewelry she's a weird lady just something to stash some money in she sent me pictures of our family like our family portrait with a frame and then there was money behind and like in the frame and I was like cool Thanks for the money, but where am I going to put this picture of my, like, by my bed? I don't, <laughs> what am I going to do with this? Oh, yeah. Congratulations to you. Oh, thank you. For what? I saw the, com- uh, well, oh, the picture of the commercial. Oh, I still haven't seen the commercial. You. Why did you not, you did not post about that on Facebook? No, I it, haven't gotten my check from it yet. So maybe I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, is this for real? I can't really be, I'm excited about it. Um, but I'm waiting to, like, I wanted other people to. I, did, I don't know. I didn't. It was weird. It's. It's. That's like not to me. I'm, I'm doing comedy is just like more. I'm like, oh, I got these shows, even though getting a commercial is a really big deal. Yeah, getting a commercial is a huge deal. No, my mind is weird. I right, did you. Um, do you have to be SAG for a commercial? Um, for certain commercials, you do. There are a lot of non-union ones. Uh, so like the ones that I've done have all been sag so you'll get to a point where they just say like you can taft hartley which means you can work on a sag project without being sag uh-huh. but then you only have a certain time period or if you work a certain number of other sag projects then they're like okay you have to join. eventually they make you so you haven't had to pay yet no i have yeah okay it's ridiculous right it's Isn't like three thousand dollars that's what i heard i had to take a loan out yeah a <laughs> but they have very mine. low interest rates you're so ridiculous <laughs> a friend of mine did um had to finally do sag i haven't had to do sag yet well Thank i mean God. you can i can't do laughs because i'm sag yeah it does sucks. keep you out of certain things once but you know there's other opportunities that'll present themselves and yeah i'm sure you'll be fine without doing laughs nothing against laughs i have friends on laughs shout out to laughs hey laughs would love to be on you sorry i'm just too big time <laughs> Such a, this is why people like me so much that's why i haven't put my commercial up. your commercial though i can't wait to see it is it on youtube yet um yeah it's on if you just and if you just google it it should be up there's like a website with all of the commercials that's what i've been i'm gonna post it what's it for silk almond milk their new yogurt product i don't oh. know if it's even new but 
I ate a lot of yogurt. It was cool. It's new to you. I was a nurse. I saw you were a nurse with natural hair. With natural hair. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. It was. Did was that your choice or theirs? Uh, so when they call you in, uh, you know, you you need to look mm, a lot like your picture, but then also think about the character. So I knew it was a nurse, and I was like, all right, if I'm a nurse getting off work going to the grocery store. I'm probably not going to straighten my hair every day. I'm going to go for natural. So yeah. Since I did that, then we just did it for the commercial too. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's where my acting choices come in. It's, it was a choice. Yes. That was a definite choice. Those are the hard, That's the hardest part of auditioning for commercials because there's really nothing else except for your face. Like you'll go to ones and they'll be like, I went to this Pepsi one and they were like, so basically like this is just going to be like about your face. And it was like eight of us. We were supposed to be at a Silver Lake party. I was dressed completely not hip. <laughs> I had like a big fur like thing on. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not hip. And I looked ridiculous. And I didn't have a Pepsi face, apparently. So there's that. It's more of a Coke face, if you ask. <laughs> a lot of people would agree with you on that. <laughs> Shut up. I met Coca-Cola. <laughs> I didn't think about it till so, right after it came out. <laughs> I also definitely met Coca-Cola. Because my check has, once again, not come in yet. No, <laughs> that is not Coke money she has right now. Mm -hmm. Your mother is not sending Coke money. No. So you grew up in Virginia? Virginia? Yeah. What part? It's called Stafford. It's like 45 minutes below D.C. And it's real redneck. And I love that about it. Well, it was. But now it's now we've got like two or three Starbuckses. So you guys are kind of gentrifying. For sure. Target. Did you spend a lot of time in D.C. growing up? No, we went there for field trips. I just thought everybody in D.C. was too pretentious. My sister moved there and we went out and uh, I tried to use her. I couldn't use her ID because I would use her fake ID. I mean, her real ID is my fake ID. Mm -hmm. And um, one night we went out together and I was underage and she was like, just look like you've lost all the hope from your eyes and you'll look older. And I was like. <laughs> Great, I will do that. But then, like, talking to people in D.C., they're so pretentious. Like, their first questions are like, so, like, what do your parents do? Where would you go to college? What do you do? They're just trying to figure out, like, what influence you have, what bracket you're in. And yeah. Like, I don't fucking care about that. It's weird when you're young, like, because now 45 minutes away feels like nothing. Yeah. But when you're young, 45 minutes away feels like a world away. And yeah. And it's just, you know, like, if you grew up where you grew up in Virginia and you're 45 minutes away from DC, DC feels like it's almost, that was like a trip. Yeah. I felt the same way when I was younger. Cause it was 45 minutes to Phoenix and 45 minutes to Tucson as well. Tucson. Does everybody think of Romy Michelle when they think of Tucson? Some people do. <laughs> Most do. people think of, uh, when I mention Arizona, think of ASU cause it's such a party school mm -hmm. and there's so many good looking people there. So everybody thinks ASU right away. But um, I'd like to go visit. I wish I could just go visit colleges and be young again. Be on a college tour. Yeah, but would that be professional to do stand up and then go drink with the kids and try to bone them? I'm sure other people do it. You won't I'm not be gonna the first. I'm not even going to see in my mind. It sounds good. But then I'll see the guys and I'll be like, oh, God, they're like 18. Not for me. You're a trailblazer. Thank you. You're a feminist. You can do this. If it's an 18 who looks 24, maybe, maybe you we've can got do a shot. This. You can do this. <laughs> I'll do this for the team, you guys. Yeah, you have to do it for the team. That being the Sun Devils. 
<laughs> Wildcats, if you're in U of A, don't don't get it confused. Don't get confused. Okay. They'll the sand be a problem. devils. Sun devils. Oh, the sun devils. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like somebody's gonna be offended by that. ASU Sun Devils, and then U of A is the Wildcats. I learn something new every day. Mm, I learn very little. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep my head buried most of the time. And but I feel like that's not true because I feel like you're so observant. I guess you're right. I do notice a lot of things and pay attention to a lot of things. And I'm, I'm, we have that in common when it comes to like um, what I watch and what I'll pay attention to. A lot of times I want to check out things that are the opposite of my opinion and kind of learn that way and be like, okay, well, that's the way some people think. And I know some people have some very valid concerns in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always like the way they go about it. And that's where a lot of times I get lost, you know, um, when it comes to LGBT specifically, sometimes I am like, yeah, you guys are a little too whiny right now. And then, uh, sometimes when I'm talking to or listening to my black friends, sometimes I do, I can't, I can admit that I don't necessarily understand the, um, dark skin, light skin thing. That's a tough one. You got to be in that to get that. It's yeah, so I mean, weird. Yeah, I feel like, you know, well, why would you guys want to divide up and fight against each other? I think if there's just a there's just such a history of it. I think the only reason I understand some of it is one, well, because I'm light, but I'm not as light as my mom mm-hmm. who would her side of the family passed. So if you've ever read the book, book Passing, it's um, about a group of black women who looked white and they also married white men who didn't know that they were black and they just lived this lifestyle because they knew it would be better. But the rule really was if you had like a drop of black blood, then you were considered black. Mm -hmm. So my mom's side of the family, they all, I mean, there was definitely inbreeding. It was like, you know, you'd marry your cousin. You couldn't keep it light. Yeah. You got to keep it light, keep it right. (laughs) So my mom got in trouble for marrying my dad. And so when people see pictures of my mom, who live in more diverse parts of the country, they're like, um, she'd be considered white. And I'm like, well, not where I lived. <laughs> she still got segregated from everybody else. So she's not. Yeah. And your dad is dark skin or is he medium or He's like medium? Yeah. Okay. So she was fucking it up. She was, you know, <laughs> she tried to convince me that my parents are so, they're very conservative in like morality and the way you carry yourself and what you talk about. And obviously I share way too much. But I've always been really curious and I always ask a lot of questions and my parents, it's like my my other siblings, I have two older siblings, like they never paid attention to my parents because my parents in a wedding anniversary is in April. My brother's birthday is in August. And I was like, that doesn't add up. That means you were pregnant when you were married. (laughs) So you can't really tell me that I shouldn't be having sex before I'm. And they're like, oh, you can do math. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's very simple. <laughs> yeah, that mattered a lot more back then. And I guess to those generations, it still does matter. But now I don't know anybody that really thinks about that Abides anymore. By like, that. yeah, whether or not you're especially or even the get pregnant before you're married. Like, I'm still like, ooh, just because I don't want, I have an abandonment issues. I don't even know where they come from. I have both my parents. They're great, but. I'm just like, they're going to leave. I need you to get married to me if I'm going to have a baby. But now I'm like, I don't know. Do you want kids? 
Yeah, but then I'm like, no. One or two or three? How many? Do you know? Do you have an idea? Like th- I, I say three just because I came from three, but maybe just one. And it's, I don't think I should have kids because it's a narcissistic thing. I'm just like, but what about my genes and my legacy? One day I want to have a kid. Just one, though. Really? Just one? Just one. Do your parents put any pressure on you to get a boyfriend or anything? No. Really? My parents do not put any pressure on me. Every once in a while, my mother will let me know that she hopes that one day I find a girl. Damn. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And it's <laughs> it's one of the few things that really bothers me because I, I do stay for the most part unbothered. Yeah. But when it comes to that, I always feel like, oh, mom, that's just not the way it's it not works. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's just not. And if it were possible, I would do it just for you. But it's just not possible. See, I wouldn't do that for somebody else. I'd be like, mm, sorry. The feelings aren't there. You know what I mean? Like if it were possible, if I were even kind of bisexual, then I would. I just couldn't date a girl. I mean, not really the same thing. No, but, but it be- kind of Because like, is. I mean, I've, I've hooked up with girls, but I've, I don't think I could date a girl see that's one thing i really appreciate you about you though you are very open about your sexuality and the fact that you're not prudish you're not trying to be anybody's virgin <laughs> that's just not what you do no are but you... i really want to wear white if i do get married just oh, well you should it's a <laughs> look it's not yeah you know, it's a look it's, it's not that kind of statement anymore <laughs> none of these bitches should be wearing white none of them yeah i see some of these girls and i'm like you had a lot of nerve lady <laughs> <laughs> you i'm putting it out there i know but i'm wearing that fucking dress i'm like you. i've been your fag a long time <laughs> i know what you've been doing <laughs> and it wasn't white and it yeah. wasn't right yeah it wasn't white it wasn't <laughs> right <laughs> you get it together sister we're red we're red <laughs> we're red yeah. to your own wedding i would like to wear black but that would just be that ominous. would be really cute though i just love black it's slimming yeah and it, they're black looks it's really nice. good it's yeah i like it also because i don't go outside a lot so my skin is really like yellowish and then it makes me look i don't know this the contrast looks good but then coach t asked me last night at roast battle if i'd been lightening my skin <laughs> you're like no well, no I'm, i just don't go outside <laughs> i'm a fucking comedian i come out at night thank you but i can see what he's talking about though because we're coming out of well we're still like winter and we're all losing our summer finally because it stays summer here for so long that it takes even and you know with people that have natural color in their skin it takes us forever to lose that color Mm -hmm. like white people they seem to lose it right away but with us it's like so sad for them yeah i can tan for a little while and then it'll hold for like four months five months it's not even a thing for me i like spray tanning though do you spray tan? I did when I had money <laughs> sometimes. It just makes everything look smooth and like you look a little bit slimmer. It cover I I'm, I'm really clumsy so I always I'm always getting bruises so it covers up some of those. Yeah, I don't spray tan. I do um indoor tanning. Really? Like in the mm-hmm. box thing? I used to do that when I uh was in college for like or just out of college for a little bit. But I cover my face with several towels. Oh. Well, aren't you afraid it's going to be two different colors? No, 
because you know it doesn't work that way for me like my face really? gets natural color from the sun when i'm oh, out yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know my body i just even it out and uh, i don't like to get too too dark even though every once in a while i'll go too many days in a row and be like all right we need to slow down oops <laughs> yeah and i really like the smell of like the lotions and stuff so do i yeah what I was going to ask you about, though, uh, Coach, you mentioned Coach T and Roast Battle. Yeah. You've done Roast Battle a couple of times. Your most recent one was with Heather Maruli. Heather Maruli, yes. And how'd that one go? It was fun. I'm not like... Um, I, I do Roast Battle to work a different muscle, a different riding muscle, and it's, so, it's such a daunting like experience of it's not just doing the get writing the jokes you know it's like the delivery of the jokes getting the crowd to like you there's so many different getting the judges to like you so many different aspects of being on stage and like also you're performing at the same time so i like that but like winning and losing and stuff i don't if it's entertaining great that's what most of us are worried about when we watch it's not about who wins or loses because you aren't going to remember that for as long but if somebody is like oh my god remember when they said this but the wave did this crazy thing or remember when that girl kissed that guy in the audience or you know something like that's what makes the show yeah it really is i agree 100 percent on that it's none of us are worried about well the the guys that are in the standings but you know sometimes they'll kind of get on my nerves with their um i gotta admit it does get on my nerves when they talk about it like it's an actual fight. Yes. You know, and they're like, yeah, I just, you know, want to fight people that uh, scare the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's like, will you shut up? You guys are going to go do some fucking whore jokes about each other or dick jokes or whatever. Or something the fuck about you're... somebody's mom or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, who died. or And I respect it as its own thing. But at the same time, you're not fighting. Right. You know, it's not like you've been in the gym, like running or jump roping. You're not up on your crunches. Well, it's just to me, it's like people will say things like, yeah, well, I mean, like I'm ranked this. So like as a as an insult almost. And I'm like, well, I still look like this. So I'm fine. Thank you so much. Life is great. Like, I don't care. What I get laid whether right. I win or lose. Thank you. So, yeah. What's your life like? What 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 are you? Cause, oh, you sitting around writing roast jokes? Yeah, I don't think anybody's fucking you even when you win. To be honest, a lot of them, you know. Yeah, there's a lot. But it is what it is. That's, you know, I, there are a lot of people. Do you ever see people where you're like, there's no ways that they have sex? Yeah, but I know Alex Hooper has a girlfriend, so. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. <laughs> that was just me Courtney wasn't involved in that anybody just so you Alex know Alex is super <laughs> sweet but you know what's so interesting I will I love Alex he's so nice and like one of the first comics I started seeing when I started going to potluck and watching roast battle mm -hmm. but like when he did his days of like people being like recognizing people yeah it's a nice sentiment but in on the flip side too it's like then you have people who are like am i not a good person am i not, should i not be recognized it, it creates like an unnecessary almost yeah insecurity. well he doesn't like me because i called that out at a point and it wasn't about the not a nice person thing but i started to notice that everybody that was his nice person of the day booked something or was somehow 
able to help him out in a way. And so I just got like, yeah, sorry, I'm not doing a fake person of the day. Everybody. <laughs> I do remember you. I do remember you saying that. And so then uh, he got upset about that. And then also there was a time that Dan Nolan had posted that thing about somebody complaining about Riot L.A. And then Alex Hooper jumped on and was like, you know, uh. Oh, if I were a shark, I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank. And if I were a shark, I would say that you don't have proof of content. And he's like going through this whole thing. And so I read it and I really did like that Dan was so honest about that, because I think more people on the scene need to be honest uh, about like because that was about, you know, the woman saying that um, there weren't enough female performers on Riot L.A. Oh, I thought that was the Houston one. One no, of the uh, that something. one was riot. OK. Uh, and she was saying that. And Dan Nolan was like, you know, that show or that festival is actually produced by a woman. And there were plenty of female, you know, comics on the on the different lineups and also people of color. And you're just upset because you didn't get chosen. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you're really getting at. It's mm -hmm. not about, you know, not enough diversity, because I hate when people hide. Like, I, I agree. There are legitimate times where. There is a problem with diversity where it's like, yeah, you, this is all white people. Right. That's all it is. But um, so I hate when people hide behind that as being or, you know, this is all male. I hate when people hide behind that for their lack of talent. And so I like that Dan Nolan had actually said that. And Alex was on the thread trying to discourage from that um, by being like, if I were a shark, I would say. And so I read the whole thread and just chimed in with in what world is Alex Hooper a shark? <laughs> Because, you know, he's OK or whatever, but it's not like he's a decision maker in comedy. Like he's <laughs> it's not like he's not. Even, he does a very particular, which is, some people find it funny or whatever, but it's not even deep comedy. It's all kind of surface and, you know, yeah, bark on stage until the audience laughs. I get it. But at the same time, I'm not going to pretend like <laughs> I love how fucking honest you are. It scares me. I love it. I would say my thing about any any talk of like diversity or people not women not being in shows or whatever, it's you can point it out, but if you're going to point something out, you also have to be then applying for that thing uh -huh. or you have to be putting yourself in a situation where you can do that thing. Yeah. You can't complain if you're not like you can't complain about not enough black people doing roast battle, which is another reason why I do it. I'm like, well, they're not like any black girls who do it. So if I can go up there and just have fun, we have our face out there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's if you want to be a part of the conversation, you have to, like, get yourself a seat at the table. So you've got to sometimes make room if that means you feel uncomfortable around men, but you want to be on a show, you know, that only books like a lot of dudes. Then you got to, like, chum up to them and fucking suck it up and maybe be uncomfortable. That's exactly the way I see it when it comes to my side of diversity and LGBT and that like I hate that I see so many LGBT quote unquote comics that are really just online comics. They identify as comics online, but they're not really out at the mics. And it's like, do you think that we get stuff by people just plucking us from our apartments while we're watching Netflix? Right. Because that's just not the way it works. You know, like anytime I've gotten anything, it has been from being out and active in the scene. Right. And people see you at one show and then they see your set and they're like, oh, can you do this show? And it's like, 
if they don't see you, they don't know that you're doing it. Yeah, there's some people, and I'm not even being shady. I won't even mention a name, but there are people that I wonder if they're still doing comedy sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I only see them online. I haven't seen them at any spots, and maybe they're doing a circuit that I don't know about, or maybe they just go to other rooms, which that happens too. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not seeing you at any, you know, any spots. But then you're talking about how you're not getting these opportunities. And the only way you get these opportunities, I remember I could have done that at a point, like really just complained about not getting anything in L.A. Mm -hmm. But then I realized I've been on the road a lot lately. And then when I've been in town, I haven't been going up as much as possible. So I went out and started doing a bunch of open mics again, as many as I possibly could. And sure enough, I got booked on all of those shows that I was thinking, like, why am I not on that one? Why have I not been on that one? I just saw everybody randomly and they were like, hey, do you want to do my show? Exactly. And that even happens now when I'm active in the scene. Sometimes people just, you know, I haven't come across them or I don't know who books it. And then once I see them, then they're like, hey, do my show. And yeah, so it's, you know, it's, and it's, it's such not a big that. scene. You have to be out there. And like the thing that pissed me off, I, I, I try not to like read as much Facebook anymore. I mean, now it's been a lot more political, too, than it has been about like comedy politics, mm-hmm. which is a shift. But before the election really got heated I remember a lot of people talking about inclusion and stuff like that. And then I would try to go to like an all women show and just go and support and like see what it was like and then introduce myself to the people who put it on like, oh, this was cool. And then them being super cold. And it's like, well, if you're going to be a fucking bitch, then I'm not going to support this fucking show. Like, well, that's what it is. That's what I've noticed with a lot of the people that really push the diversity you know like they're so mean they really are (laughs) and it's like you've got the personality of a rattlesnake and you wonder why people aren't chomping at the bit to book you and you can't just like and it's it's this like i'm friends with a ton of assholes and i am on myself but like you like if i let everything jeff carousel has said uh piss me off there's no way or or took it all seriously Uh You know, like there's no way we can have a friendship, but there's a level of like, okay, he has his right to say what he wants to say. And, you know, his beliefs are structured from something. You know, he's been a Marine. He is Mexican, all this stuff. He's got his, you know, anger that he has, which I love. But it's like, (laughs) I'm not going to jump on him for every single thing he says. Then people are afraid to talk to you or say anything around you because you're going to label them as being like, misogynistic homophobic transphobic yeah yeah, it's everything and it it, and also with comedy that's a lot of what we work in like those are the colors we paint in whether you like it or not those are the colors we paint in in a lot of cases and there are the people that do the more surface stuff and i respect that too if you can make that funny but that's just not where my humor in a lot of cases comes from Mm -hmm. you know i've had a lot of lgbt come down on me for that where they think that i'm not sensitive enough to lgbt issues and it's like well maybe it's because i'm a little more over it than you are i've been out forever you're new to this Mm -hmm. you know like you just came out there was one case where it was like these people had just started to identify as LGBT um, nine months before they came across me. And then they started trying to like, you know, regulate my language and tell me what I was supposed to think and what I was supposed to say. And it's like, yeah, that's like somebody who just got the employee handbook. 
Right. And trying and to you're enforce supposed to every- do it this way. <laughs> and it's like, exactly don't like, tell me. Bitch, this is the way we do it in this office. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Thank like, you. <laughs> File your complaint. It will not be read. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I know that's what it says. You can put a line through that right yeah, there because... We're not doing that. Nobody's ever done that. Right. Nobody's ever done that here, so... Sorry. <laughs> I yes. get in trouble with Trans Day of Remembrance over that. I my boyfriend was telling me yesterday that he met a girl at school who um, he said was I forget what the proper term was, but meaning uh, this person didn't identify as a woman or man um, and did not want to be called he or she wanted to be called like them, them or they. us or uh, whatever. Yeah. And we were talking and like, I'm a crazy bitch. And I was like, I could see that. Well, you know, like that implies like being it's a plural thing, first of Mm -hmm. all. But and I was like, I could do that because I have like two personalities. Basically, (laughs) that would be fair. (laughs) But I mean, it's it's just like it's almost like an easy way to trap people who don't. People would have to know you to know that you want to be identified like that. So it's not everybody's going to be like, okay, I know I'm going to call this person a them. And it does seem, that just to me seems a bit far. And maybe there are things I just don't understand. But that's also something people need to get. Not everybody's going to understand every part of your struggle. Yeah. And if you want to make that your thing and you actually want to be respected as that, why don't you start by politely telling people that instead of them assuming you're a because if i were to look at you i would just assume you're a woman so i'd say she and her (laughs) (laughs) i would say she and her and i wouldn't mean it in a derogatory way at all i just that's what how i was raised how a lot of us were raised but then if you were to tell me oh this is the way i identify if i value you as a person if i want to be friends with you then i will go with what it is you're saying or at least try to at first it's going to be a little bit hard for me to remember because i'm not used to addressing people in those ways exactly but like you know give people a chance to know what it is you're getting at And then if they choose not to do it, then you have a right to feel however you want to feel. But rather than be offended, why don't you just decide that I'm going to cut this person out of my life? Because clearly they're not getting what it is I'm trying to say to them or what it is I'm trying to be for myself. Right. If that's particularly important for me, like with me and being misgendered, I don't really feel like me and my female friends are friends until they do misgender me. <laughs> you know, like once they're like, girl or bitch. bitch. Yep, I'm like, all right, now, now we're getting somewhere. Go with that feeling. Go Love with that, that. feeling. <laughs> yeah. Keep going yeah. there. Because I always know something good's coming. Like mm-hmm. they're going to tell me about who they fucked or they're going to tell me who pissed them off. Or there's always going to be something good that comes after them misgendering me. Mm-hmm. And I've had friends catch themselves and try to apologize. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> we we go That's there. It's <laughs> yeah, we- a no judgment zone here. Yeah, we don't apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's always the way I felt about it. But I get that other people are more sensitive to those kinds of things. I've had that problem with my um, trans, because I have friends that are female to male, so Mm -hmm. born women, and I know you know, but just maybe some of the botherinas, I believe we decided we were going to call them last week. I love it. Maybe some of the botherinas at home or botherinos, not trying to misgender anybody speaking. Let's just just be open. We're open to both. Exactly. (laughs) Botherinites. That's good. Yeah, we'll stay with the botherinites for today. (laughs) But uh, uh, maybe some of them don't know. So uh, female to male, born women or female and now live as men. Um, But 
are identify as gay. So if you're a gay man, the way I do refer mm. to you a lot of times is like girl and bitch and Miss Thang and you know, like right. all like that's the kind of gay I am. So at that point, I'm not misgendering you as far as what you want in your head or whatever. That's me actually treating you as what, as what you want to be. Yeah, you're a gay man. So that's the way I would address other gay men. That makes sense. So I've had some of them try to get sensitive on me. And I was like, oh, no, girl, if you're going to be gay and around me, this is the way I address you. So if to you that's being disrespectful, I guess we just don't need to hang out because I'm a disrespectful bitch all day long. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I don't understand because I feel like you um, will talk to people, but I have seen you get in arguments with people and I'm wondering like, where? how does it get from, because I'll, I remember like, I've done this before, like maybe twice on the patio at the store, but like I've gone on to somebody and been like, hey, can we talk for a second? Like maybe we're having a disagreement, maybe we're not getting along and I just want to, let's just chat about it. And then when they're disrespectful to me and they're like, mm, whatever, I'm not going to do that, blah, blah, blah. Then I like lose my shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. You want to fucking talk about it nicely. Then I'm going to say it in a not nice way. <laughs> so like what gets you to that point? With me? Yeah. Usually it's because people will right away jump to me in a disrespectful way. Mm. They don't for some reason. And I don't know why this is. People don't feel like they can talk to me like a regular person. Mm -hmm. Like they feel like they have to attack me in order to make their point. And so what happens is a lot of times people will start off by saying something disrespectful. And then that's a space I'm very comfortable in. So I just jumped to disrespecting them. You know, OK, and, we went right to disrespect. There we are. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, well, you know, this is. This is where I kick it. Cool <laughs> you know, that. you shouldn't have come on my porch. <laughs> I don't I didn't want to have to go here, but you took it there. Yeah. And and also because a lot of times these people have no real point. Like if you talk to some of the people that really don't like me, they don't have a point. They're mad at me because I said something about Black Lives Matter, but they're not black. Mm -hmm. And but even if you are black, it's still your I mean, <sighs> That you, it, it, you could you can still always win somebody over. You don't know when exactly it's going to happen or make them see mm -hmm. your point down the line if you don't just like dismiss them. Well, completely. that's what a lot of people don't get is you can leave the door open without where you just are kind of like, OK, we're going to agree to disagree for now. And then maybe one day something will click for you and you'll actually see because I've had that and I'm very open about that. Mm -hmm. Like I've had it where I completely haven't seen the way people see things and then something will happen. and I'm like, OK, that does make sense, actually. Yeah. Or now I get that. And that happens for me sometimes. So the best thing people can do when it comes to a person like me is just stay open, stay loose. Because uh, like a lot of times when I don't agree with somebody, I'm not just going to completely disrespect them. I just don't agree. And that's okay for me not to agree. Yeah. it's like, And you never know what perks could come out of it. Like I don't always agree with older white men, but they love me. And some of them own restaurants and give you drinks. So it's like, you Believe know what? Me. You might touch me on my arm too much, but you know what? I'll take that drink. Yep, I'm with you, Thank girl. You. you don't have to tell me the benefits of older white men. One day he might see that that's not right, but at least in the meantime, <laughs> I'll have free drinks. You yeah. know, like, don't miss out on the free drinks just because you can't I may not, not show to touch you your how arm. to respect a woman, but 
I can show you how to give me these drinks. I can show you how I like you to make this Cosmo. That's right. I'm going to get in so much trouble. Like, ah, oh, that's not feminist. I mean, well, you know, it is. Take what you, take, take it from the people who have it. And that's the other thing. Yeah, that's the other thing that I just don't get is how people want to hold us to these. It's like, okay, you live your life like that. If you want to live by these rigid strict rules of I'm this I identify as this so that means I have to do this but maybe I don't want to get offended every time somebody uses the word fag Mm -hmm. maybe my life's too busy to get caught up on that and as long as you're not calling me a fag in a disrespectful way that's not going to be a problem and if I know you're joking and you use the word fag around me or even towards me and I know you're joking that's not going to be an issue for me I'm a comic I'm here to have a good time we're fun what what did you think about um okay so the george lopez thing that just happened where he yelled at the audience member i'm so glad you brought that up because it popped in my head and then i yeah i I remembered it but i smoked weed earlier today and and then it left and then i was like okay wait because i saw it originally Uh and then um i was like yeah i mean you know i've seen people deal with hecklers like that and never a comic maybe that big but i've seen people do it at shows i've been at and then today I saw this article from like a black, it was like a black male blog and mm-hmm. they were trying to say that it was like then the woman who was kicked out was identified as being black and then they made it a thing about how he took it that far because she was black. And I don't, I don't agree with that. Well, I saw online and I could be wrong on this. It could have been someone just claiming that. But, you know, because I'm from Arizona and that happened in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends, um, George Ruiz. Yes. Uh, he hit me up on my post because I posted it yesterday. And I was like with the text, you know, um, some days you're just not in the mood for people's shit. <laughs> you right. know, like because yeah. that's the way I saw George Lopez's response as being more like a, am not in the mood for it today. And I think as comics, a lot of us are getting a bit more testy with the offended audience members because it's like, okay, this is what I do. Like with George Lopez specifically, he's been doing that for a long time, like that kind of stuff. And I um, had a quick argument with the lady today on Jill Chrissy's thread about it because she had posted like, you know, how he's been doing it forever, that kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, it's it's old. But it's also old school Mexican thinking like right. that was like a regular way to think, you know, the um, like don't park in front of our house and don't date black people. Right. Like that was old school. And Mexican he has thinking. a brand that he's already built. Like he can't just change his brand now after this long because now people are going to be offended because now we're being progressive or whatever. Yeah. Like, and like if you're going to get mad at him about that, he has a whole through line, like, you know, call back where he's like uh, mas puto, which is very gay or, mm-hmm. you know, real faggoty or whatever, <laughs> you know, but he like that was his thing for a minute there where he would do the mas puto, you know, yeah. and like so you're not offended by him saying that about the gays. He has a thing where he makes fun of like, you know, white people and the way they raise their kids. Mm-hmm. And so you're not offended about that. But what I was told was or what I read on Facebook once I went to that person's page because that person said that, you know, we that's us getting kicked out by our favorite comic and, you know, like. Um, they were part of that party. Mm. Um, it was actually a Latina that was getting married or engaged to a black man. Mm. Okay. So she. So that's why she was 
offended by that joke. Yeah, she took offense. Right. And um, the, but the argument I was having with Jill Chrissy's friend was uh, she came on and told me that, you know, how does that make sense what I was saying? And that, you know, I was just looking for an excuse to throw shade. And I was like, oh, no, you hitting up a stranger that you've never met is looking for excuses to throw shade by definition. Right. Like, I never heard of you. And so uh, my comment was definitely to Jill. <laughs> I didn't know you existed. <laughs> you know? Sorry. Like, I didn't type this with strangers in mind. Like, Ooh, you know, I hope that one person reads this. Yeah, I've never heard are. of her. She just <laughs> uses the Snapchat filter of a wreath around her head. I don't fucking know what these I haven't people been do. on there. Is that a Christmas one? I don't know. I don't know what this bitch is. Well, thinking. could he see her from the like? I'm wondering, like, could he see her from the audience? I don't. Yeah, not. I don't know. And I do agree that he did go pretty hard. He went really hard. Yeah. But that's know. why, like, I did read yours where you were like, sometimes you just have a shitty day. Mm -hmm. Because but I thought when I read the thing about, oh, he went this far because she was black or whatever on that blog, I was like, I've seen a white guy do this to a white woman at the haha -ha, like a month ago. He like freaked the fuck out on her. I've done it to for interrupting, women. you know, and I and made them and they <laughs> left. And I was women. like, I've seen it happen to anybody because when you're on stage, you don't want that's your time and you've put in that work. You don't want to be erected by anybody. Yeah, and I'll end up posting this clip in the next couple of days. I did it in Tucson where mm -hmm. I lost it. And it was because, but the audience loved it. Um, but it was because the whole audience is loving everything I say. Mm -hmm. Everybody's having a good time. We're having a good time. Because one person is offended. Now you think you're important enough that I'm supposed to completely, how about you just fucking leave without saying a word? Yeah, if you're offended, just get up quietly and leave. Yeah. So she flipped him off was what happened. She gave him the double bird. Right. Um, and, you know, and then that's when he lost it. So this woman was making it seem like she was like, this wasn't even about the joke. This is about the way he handled it. He was disrespectful as fuck. And I was like, I was like, well, no, technically she kicked off the disrespect by flipping him off. I could see it like, OK, if they were there for a wedding thing, like I could see if she was like. Oh, I'm marrying a black guy and I'm this is funny and fun and I'm going to get up and do that because you're a little drunk or something. Yeah. But, you know, you got to pick your battles because I don't that's ballsy as fuck. <laughs> you like, you know, there's going to be consequences doing something like that. Yeah. And you have to remember, like you hit on it a little bit, too, like at his level. So to be honest, and I'm not saying that this is right, but this is just another human factor that people have to add into it. There does have to be a little bit of I'm a very successful person who is this bitch to say anything. Right. So there's a little of that at play, I'm sure. Um, then there is also the fact that George Lopez is Latino and being old school. Latinos don't always have the highest opinions of, of women wanting to cut in on them talking like there's that. that going on, too. I'm sure at least a little, you know, there's mm -hmm. all these things that are, I'm sure, a little at Factors play. In that, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody's at least a little bit right in what they were saying. You know, mm -hmm. um, do I think George Lopez is racist towards black people in that way? I've never heard of that. And I don't really. I, he was there co-headlining with uh dl hughley oh really 
Yeah, and I think D.L. Hughley has been open enough about being pro-black that if George Lopez really was like that, D.L. Hughley wouldn't want to deal with him and he wouldn't want to deal with D.L. Hughley. That's a very good point. Because I was about to say, I mean, if I were a racist, I'd just be like, well, I'm going to quietly do this and get my money and leave. But you're right. I have seen D.L. Hughley say a lot about black issues and stuff so i feel like that'd be something he'd be aware of yeah somebody's working with like yeah that. and like at their level neither of them need the other mm-hmm. you know they could just continue to do their own stuff i'm sure they're making plenty of money when they go out on their own you know celebrity theater is a big venue mm-hmm. kind of an older venue not for nothing <laughs> Well, what are you trying to say about the venue? Are you trying to offend the venue Nothing now? at all. Nothing at all. No, no, <laughs> I'm nothing. Just, I'm just saying, if we're going to talk about all the factors. <laughs> That's an old venue, so that could have been an issue. You know, it might be. Like, things Don't want to say anything. Like they're used to. They might have been at the Dodge. Comerica. Here's bigger and better. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> there could have been part of him that was like, I'm at the fucking celebrity theater for Christ's sake. God damn it. <laughs> Well, I think whatever. I mean, he went a little far. He went hard on her. He went real hard. He, he let her have it. <laughs> but you know what? Now a lot more people are going to think twice before they heckle somebody at a show. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be that person. It's so great that both of us on that one are like, you know, that's sad. I mean, you know, I could see myself doing it maybe. I did call a heckler fat this weekend. <laughs> And was he fat? <laughs> yes, <laughs> was? he was. And and he was kind of heckling everybody at this show. And um, and like usually sometimes I'll just ignore it because so I, I'm not a good like on my feet, like comeback person. Mm-hmm. And um, and he just wouldn't shut the fuck up. And so sometimes you got to be like, listen, shut the fuck up. And, I, and he said something else. And I was like, listen, bitch, I don't care what you said. You were huge. And I look like me. So shut your mouth. And then he when I was done, I went to the bar to get a drink. And his friend was like, oh, can I get your drink for you? And I was like, why? You and your friend don't like me. And they were like, no, we liked your set a lot. We're just drunk. And I was like, well, fucking don't step on my punchlines. then." <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, and I see both sides, you know, on that one. Uh, and I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, when people heckle, like, if you choose to call them fat or whatever, that's what happens sometimes. You shouldn't have asked for my opinion on you because I was just doing jokes, and right. then you decided to make it about you. And once we focus on you, guess what? You might not like some of what I focus on. <laughs> that is a very good point. You know, like, don't get my attention if you don't want my attention, because maybe I do every once in a while want to say something really foul to somebody and you just happen to pick me on the right day. And so your fat ass is going to hear it now. Is it offensive to call people fat now? It's supposed to be offensive. It falls under fat shaming. But I, I contend that if I don't have shame, you can't shame me. That's true. You know, like, I'm very honest about the fact that I am a slutty person. It's what it is. I cannot be slut shamed. Right, yeah. It's like, really? Like, okay, you think cool. you're going to tell me, a grown man, how much sex I can and can't have? What's the right amount? How about I don't think you get laid enough? Exactly. That's really what that is. Yeah, that's you being jealous. And I would like to let myself go more. I mean, I definitely have, you know, this whole boyfriend thing. But um, how long know? have you had a boyfriend now? Almost three months. It's been rocky. 
I I have seen him. I don't know him, but I have seen him. He's sweet. Yeah. He he's puts cute. up with me being crazy, so I it, but so it was so funny cuz I had Pat Barker on my podcast and you know, he's married and Pat's very chill and stuff and I tried to ask cuz to me I I did something a little nuts cuz I'm a crazy bitch. Uh, I broke something of his and I was asking him, like, would that be a deal breaker for you? And like, you know, for him, he was like, yeah, of course. And I was just like, you know, it just can't be. It can't be a deal. It's not a deal breaker for everyone. Like some people get with murderers. What'd you break? A window. What kind of window? Um, Car window? No, like in a, win- a window in his apartment by accident. I mean, I think it was accident. Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> But like he's a Marine with PTSD. So he's had angry fits. He's like he was like, you know, I have definitely broken a window before. So do I think it's the craziest thing? No. But for somebody who has never done that or doesn't operate at that level of like emotion all the time, that's going to be like way too extreme for them. You know, every once in a while shit like that happens, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't like to me. That's not even a real like. Yeah, if you're like, you know what, motherfucker, I'm not going to deal with you breaking windows just because that's where you're at on that day. or That's right. what you decided with that relationship. But to me, no, breaking a window is not a fucking deal. It's breaker. Not like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on. I'm still considerate and kind when I am in the mood of that, You, which is not, the majority of the time. But, you know, every now and then. You know, you break some shit. Yeah. One time one guy I was dating, uh, like I told him because, you know, he had locked me out of his apartment and because he was mad at me and he was mm-hmm. Latino, too. And like he was, you know, bad temper, me, bad temper. <laughs> and we had been drinking and he locked me out of the apartment and I had my shit in his apartment. And I was like, open this fucking door. Right. And then uh he was like, no. And I was like, please open this fucking door and let me get my shit. And then he was like, if you want this door open, you're going to have to kick it open. <laughs> did you did challenge you- accepted? Wow. Yeah. It took me several kicks, though, because it was a big door. Yeah. But I had watched on Starsky and Hutch a long time ago when I was young. <laughs> If you kick next to near right near the doorknob, the doorknob, yeah. yeah. And so, like, see, these are things we know that other people might not know because they don't feel like they'll need it. But we know one day I will. Yeah. So, and that's just our lives, and that's yours. I kicked down the door. Oh my! And God. I'm going to tell you, there was some good sex waiting on the other side of that wow. door. Wow. So obviously that wasn't a deal breaker for him there you go i mean like we didn't last much longer like a, another week or two you know that was <laughs> kind of destined to but it it wasn't yeah. over the door you know yeah and exactly i paid it's to fix his door stuff. so it wasn't even like a you know financial thing it was yeah, like i'm paying i'm gonna pay to fix the window yeah and that's you know that's sometimes the best you can do <laughs> and you know we're different they're different cultures the, some people just are me and my sister went to i mean i've i've always had like just I'm, I can, I'm very forgiving too. So I, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody did something dramatic like that, I'd be like, wow, that was really fucking out of line. And I would guilt them a little bit. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm over it. You know, if you fix it, it's whatever. But my sister and I both kind of can have tempers. And we were in Miami. And I left my, my cell phone in a taxi. And we just got into the hotel. And the taxi drove away. And I was like, no, all of my contacts and like, how am I supposed to get home? And like, this sucks. And I'm always losing my cell phones because I was young and I would like lose my cell phone like every six months. 
and I was really pissed at myself. And she was like, oh, my God, get over it. And I was like, can I just have a second to be pissed that I lost my fucking phone? <laughs> and she was like, I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal, which pissed me the fuck off. So then we're fighting the whole way up to the room. And I'm staying in her room with her because she was there like on a business trip. And so she takes my suitcase and just throws it out in the hallway <laughs> and then sh shuts the door. And, um, you know, so like maybe I'm just I've kicked my roommate out <laughs> and made him sleep outside for a night. I don't see anything wrong with any of this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is the way some of us are. Exactly. This is what happens when trashy people end up in mm -hmm. L.A. Like, it's more of a trashy thing. I am thing. still a redneck. Well, yeah, that's me, too. I, there were way too many trailers in my upbringing. <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't living in them, but I was right. around them all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, it wasn't uncommon to hang out with somebody's drunk ass mother. <laughs> and then you just see him get mad. <laughs> And do some crazy shit yeah. and you're like right and then you gotta act normal when they're supposed to take you to school and you're like it's cool get us to school man you had a you had a you're having a rough marriage i get it it's fine you know i'm so glad this is why we get along this is why we're friends i think because we true. have similar upbringing and similar view on that kind of stuff yeah they're definitely not deal breakers you know what? I am glad that we did this tonight. Me too. And I'm glad it worked out right when it did because I don't think any other time we would have had this great conversation. That's very true. This one was uh, a lot of fun for me. <laughs> like, I it's always so have stupid. fun. Just <laughs> you know. The clips I'm going to pull from this one are going to be out of this world fun. Just some feisty, <laughs> just some feisty stuff for you guys. You yeah. Know, inspire your lives. Now I'm just really thinking, I'm like, damn, I asked Pat, and that made me feel a little bad, but he's just like a white guy. You know, he's got a regular life. I'm an exciting, you know, ballsy girl. I don't ask none of those motherfuckers shit. They don't live the same. They ain't about that life. No. They're really not. Like, when it comes down to it, they're very nice guys. And Pat Barker, I've never had a problem with. Shout out to Pat Barker. I love him. He's a great writer. He's funny. He's cool. No, no deal with awesome Pat Barker. Person. Yeah, but just as far as, like, you know, the way he, I can tell he's a lot more mellow and a lot more. There are those people. People that that's the line right i've definitely dated a few of those people where i've done something that to me was perfectly <laughs> and they're like you're fucking insane yeah and you're like okay let's not be dramatic it's here. just a windshield come on it's just a windshield it was a brick <laughs> calm down <laughs> you're not dead are you okay let's move on <laughs> dwelling on the wrong they're like thing. fuck you i'm never gonna see you again I'll get this fixed on my own. Well, that's not the way it's supposed to work. That's you breaking the rules. <laughs> I'm supposed to fix it now. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'll learn my lesson. Yeah. For a period You're of breaking time. the rules. You don't know how this works. So, yeah. you know what? You don't deserve me. Bye. I just decided. Yep. See you later. You're <laughs> lost. Plus, they just sound boring that way anyways. It's like, I can't deal with Crazy that. fucks good. Yeah. That's what people need to remember. Crazy fucks good. Like, that's why people always talk about makeup sex. And you have so many people that are unhappy in their relationships. And they wonder why their men don't fuck them the way they want to. Because you're not letting each other be the real people that you really you are. You've got to. Let, and I think that's why I don't. My relationships usually don't last very long because I'm just fucking blunt. I'm like, if I don't like that, I'm like, listen. And I'm not a bitch about it. I'm just like, listen, when you did this, I didn't like that. 
that's not going to work for me. Like I've tried to be more communicative mm-hmm. <laughs> with how I feel, but sometimes people don't fucking listen and you've got to show them like, no, really, I meant what I said. This is what I meant when I said, right. don't fuck around. Put people in check. <laughs> this is why you're not going to do this again. Right. And if, when you find your right one, they'll get it. They'll get it. And you'll get it and everything will be great. And I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, no, no deal breaker there. Well, you should meet my crazy Marine then because he's. I've met him. I just haven't hung out with him yet. But I do look forward to hanging out with him because people like that, like you mentioned, Jeff Carasales, Jeff Carasales. I consider him a good friend. Love him. We don't talk all the time because uh, I don't think Jeff is that kind of guy that much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like we definitely message quite a bit where it's like, hey, what are you up to? What are you going to be doing today? And I definitely do respect him. I think that's where in some cases some people do need to be a bit more forgiving while they're being this whole like, you know, we're so open minded. Understand that not all of us were raised the way you were. Right. So and as especially like as long as my crazy doesn't affect you that way, as long as I'm not breaking your window. Right. Don't worry about the story I tell. Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. How I'm living my life. Yeah, that's right. So uh, hot chicks aren't funny weekly. It's weekly. Sometimes several times a week but yeah usually weekly on wednesdays good weekly on wednesdays hot chicks aren't funny everybody check it out on itunes do you have a website as well yeah you can find uh, all of the episodes on courtneybanks.com courtneybanks.com and does that have like the little hyperlinks to your um social media and stuff like that yep people? all my social media is on there follow me please tweet to me i don't really do it enough all that's on there and uh what is your Twitter if they do want to send a tweet out right now? Everybody, get your get your Twitter engaged. Twitter open up engaged. your app right now. All right. What you got the, your app open? Bother, botherites. That's right. Botherites. Unite. Botherinas. Botherites unite. Yeah, it'll stay botherites now that we can unite as botherites. Unite. <laughs> it is at Courtney Banks. At Courtney Banks. That's it, yeah. Well, that's easy enough to remember. You guys, when you hear this, when you listen to this, Right when you listen, send uh, Courtney Banks a tweet at Courtney Banks and just say, Botherites, unite. Yes. And remember, I'm a crazy bitch, so you better do it. (laughs) Who knows what the consequences will be? Don't get your windows broke is (laughs) all I'm saying. Don't get your windows broke. Everybody, you can find me at America's Favorite Fag.com. I've got some new dates up if you guys want to find out where I'm going to be. I would rattle them off. But it would sound like I'm bragging. (laughs) (laughs) Just go to the website. Just go to America's Favorite Fag.com and stop giving me so much lip, huh?